Uh, all right. So I wanted to ask to start off what you felt about the project you completed, Woman in White, and just how you feel in general about. Oh man. About it. Like, are you happy with it? Or are you just done with it, or what? What's your yeah. emotion? Yeah, uh, I mean in your head. I don't mean literally. I'm talking about emotionally. Uh, are you happy with what you did and everything? No, no. I mean, I'm happy and done. I mean, oh, okay. like, uh, I wouldn't be done if I wasn't happy. I guess. Mm. Um, okay. And, like, that makes sense. I, I, I mean, because like, it's not like I had a deadline or something. It's not like it was, you know, we got to push this out because you know the theme park is opening <laughs> up. Uh, we gotta gotta get Nash those theme park. And seats. Cune theme park. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Uh, so yeah, I just, I mean, it, it is. I, I think, like I said, uh, after Griggsville, it's like, I, 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 I feel. Um, kind of insulated from people's opinions just because it's like I, I don't really have like I don't know some kind of like insecurity about like about it about the book just because it's like uh, it, it's exactly what I wanted it to be or hmm. what, what I want it to be um so yeah uh okay if, if people like it or don't like it it's just because they like or dislike they like the same things I like or don't like the same things I like which is mm-hmm. fine <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's what I mean by being completely, like, done with it. I'm just, like, not even, uh, <laughs> uh, at least with most of the stories in there, not even thinking about them anymore because I'm completely happy with them. Okay. Now, did you do it story by story when you were writing so you were completely happy with the story? And I know you mentioned before that you've gotten down to where you're trying yeah. to edit as you go, right? So did you finish yeah, Woman in White? Good, and then... That's a good thing to, to talk about. Okay. Um, actually, the order was a little bit different. Um, it, I didn't go from, like, first story to last story, but I basically did one story at a time or, well, you know, one piece at a time. I don't know what you would call necessarily uh-huh. each of them. Um, with, like, some minor exceptions for the shorter pieces, some of them, like, accidentally came out before I... I meant to like um, the 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 penultimate one, the uh, the self-immolating monk, um, that vision or whatever. Um, yeah, I wasn't like planning on writing that necessarily uh, soon, and then it was just like a couple days. Um, yeah, it kind of came came about, and I wrote it while I was writing. Um, actually, writing the last story, um, one short sleep path. Um, but yeah, generally it was like, especially with the like the longer stories, um, like with the flood or Orpheus, those were kind of like on their own. I I, I worked on them alone, um, and yeah, I, I I I at least for this, uh, have been editing as I like write. Um, so for like the flood, I would write, you know. Uh, what Bastion is doing on day two, and then um, immediately, or not immediately, but like that day or something, type it up. And I mean, typing it up, going because I write longhand and then type it up, mm-hmm. that's, you know, an editing process on its own. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, editing uh, kind of more purposefully even than that. Uh, again, taking another couple passes on each little little bit that I wrote every day. Um, like I told you, but haven't said on on, on air. <laughs> uh, 
kind of inspired by Kurosawa. Like, like uh, I, I found myself doing it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's what Kurosawa did. But he would edit his dailies. Um, and some of his films, he got to the point where some of the films, um, uh, I forget which one, but yeah, like one of the films, they finished filming and then the movie was available four days later or something. It was like, it was at least the same week that they finished shooting, um, and that he finished editing, (laughs) which is insane, um, to think about now, or it's insanely different than, than, than how films are made now where... I mean, they'll, like, reshoot the film after it's done, basically. Um, and, yeah, even, well, yeah, I mean, these comic book movies are, like, a whole year of post-production or something like that. Um, so, yeah, uh, that is all, all along where I've been but, yeah, I have been uh, editing as I went along. And so, like, uh, I, I, it was, fortunately, um, I didn't have to go back from, writing the last story, one short sleep passed, and, like, re-edit the rest. Like, I can't even read this anymore after, after writing that. Uh, <laughs> that know, kind of, it. like, infected me, or that kind of uh, contaminated. I don't know. I, 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 I don't think I, I didn't really try, um, because I had edited the rest, but I don't think I could edit the rest and get, like, back into the, you know, into, into the voice of whatever's going on. Um, in the earlier stories after having written uh, the last story, which is such, uh, yeah, that was like six weeks, and that was like, uh, as you could probably tell from the fact that I sent you like four or five different copies of it, kind of an obsession of mine, um, and it's a weird story compared to how I wrote the rest. Um, yeah, that was that was a good thing. That was, that was fortuitous, because uh, I think I would not have been able to edit the book <laughs> otherwise. How did you plan? But editing as I went along. How did you plan the book? Did you write the stories that came to your head, or did you plan it out before you started? Um, well, yeah, uh, that I kind of um, originally. I think I, I think I told you this before, but I don't know if it was on air. I was originally trying to collect like a whole bunch of stories, um, including like four or five that I'll probably put out some point in the next few months or year um along with 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 the ones in the, in this book um but yeah they were like very different vibes this, this this book has kind of like its own uh its own mood its own vibes uh obviously not all the same story all not all the stories are like exactly in the same mode um but I, I, I did have, like, you know, uh, whole, a list of all the stories I was thinking about and working on. Okay. Um, now, is that is like, that just something yeah, you there do? there are some that are, like, I was writing, it was just, like, some are obviously women and white stories, and some are obviously uh, another story. So, what were you going to say? I was going to say, is that just something you do? You write stories, or did you did you plan to write the stories for the book? And then you kind of figured out that only a few, or a few didn't fit, I guess. Or do you do you? But do you write stories um, commonly? I mean, is that a thing you you've been doing? It's a thing I've been getting into, I guess. Okay. It <laughs> was like a well, yeah, because a like you said about like you said about the vibe. I mean, it is a very it's a very uh, what am I trying to say? It's like an album, I guess. All the stories fit together. 
you know how people mm, strive for that albums. Is, that, that's that's good to hear because I in my notes I definitely have uh, yeah compared like some of the shorter things to, like interstitials in an album, mm-hmm. you know, like the untitled yeah, like, the like stri- fifty right. second thing between. Yeah, I definitely was thinking about it like an album. Yeah, and I, I the mean, short. That, uh, the yeah, short stories in between. I think you're right. It's definitely. Like for example, the like they're part of the album, but they're they're maybe not you know it's not uh, day in the life or something. It's not you know like the big. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a single per se. Well, you, you got your like, you, the flood is like a single. We'll get into the individual stories, but Orpheus, the flood, yeah. and one short sweet past are kind of the long stories that yeah those are that the, take a lot out of you to read almost ones. you know. Um, or at least you invest in them more. I feel like I invest, I don't know what, I don't know how to say it right, but, uh, but yeah, after the flood, he took off his shirt and pants and folded them. (laughs) And then on fire and Sukasana, they were like palate cleansers right before one short sweet pass. And, uh, same. Yeah. Uh, palate cleanser is the right way to put it. Cause on fire and Sukasana, I definitely thought of as a palate cleanser. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it is kind of, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, well, yeah, one other thing about, before we get into the individual stories, one other thing about, like, thinking about it, similar to, like, thinking about an album, um, is that's part of how I excused that it was kind of short. Uh, because there have been, like, or, yeah, like, like I very explicitly thought about all the, a lot of the albums I've liked since, like, 2017 um, have all been kind of, like, little itty-bitties. Uh, like there's an Earl Sweatshirt album called Some Rap Songs that I really like, but that's like 23 minutes. All Killer, No Filler. It's like two minute songs, three minute songs. Um, but yeah, it's like, it, it, it's probably half the normal length of an album, I think. Um, all of the Black Thought releases of the last few years, Streams of Thought, Streams of Thought, Volumes 1, 2, and 3, were all like, I don't know, 18 to 25 minutes. Um, there was a day, uh, Pusha T album, Daytona, that was like 25 minutes. Kids See Ghosts, the uh, Kanye and Kid Cudi project that I really liked was like 25 minutes. So yeah, I was I was kind of like explicitly giving myself, you know, <laughs> an excuse to put out a, a shorter work just because of that like uh, coherence. And yeah, uh, uh, again, I mean, like I said, all killer, no filler. I, I, I don't want to write like new stuff kind of just because I wanted more more material and I was using uh yeah, using using albums as kind of the the internal justification for that. Good. Yeah. Using it, albums I liked. It was a very justification for that. It was a very easy read in terms of time and uh but mm. but very I think very deep or at least very thoughtful thing to to uh to go into kind of like a a a book of poetry or something um i my friend i i rec i told my friend this was a good book to read and he said what is you how do you define good writing and i think he is a uh skeptic of my you know my opinion about good writing just just because i think people don't like to be told what's good i don't know if you you agree with that or find that to be true you know, like, what makes it so good or whatever. It is really hard to, <laughs> to define good writing. Right, and I said, well, I think, this is what I said back. I said, I think that you can tell a good writer in the confidence of their 
lines, you know, in the, just, I can tell that you're confident in what you wrote. So getting back to, you don't care if people don't like it because you're so happy with it. What, what feedback would you be interested in hearing about? Because it does, it won't affect your opinion of it, but, you know, I'm sure that you would want to, hear certain things back um, I mean, about I am, what you expected. I am, like, I mean, as, 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 like, the, as the writer of the, the book, as, as, like, as the artificer, I don't care about people's, you know, opinions. It's not going to, like, make me go back and edit or, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Things. Um, but, I mean, as, like, a human, and especially as, like, a, like, a person who likes to entertain people, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm uh, revealing anything unknown about my about myself uh, by saying that um, I, I, I I just like as a human I would like to know that I made you know I entertained people I made them happy or sad or whatever made them feel things mm-hmm. um, so yeah I guess that, that was a good opportunity to kind of clarify um, that yeah uh, the part of me that wrote the book and that writes books and stuff uh, he, she, or it doesn't care, but like I, I, I want people to like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, like but uh, what? Like the unnamed woman in One Short Sleep Past says, "There's the Damon, and then there's us." Um, I, the fake me, the the unreal person, the unreal self, the the person putting on makeup and going to the grocery store and uh, all of that that she says. Uh, I want people to like it and enjoy themselves and have a good time or a bad time or however you would describe this time, a compelling, engaging time with the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the daemon does not, the daemon does not care. My real self, my real, the, 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 the real, not Nash, but the real daemon does not care. Mm-hmm. But what about, what aspects about it would you be interested in hearing from me or from a reader? Oh, I... Besides enjoying it, which is kind of a yeah, I don't know. Okay, I I, yeah, I just was wondering if you no, yeah, I just wanted to, to see if you about, had anything about like I don't I don't have anything that specific. I haven't like developed my uh, thoughts on that very much. Um, I've been real deliberate about like uh, slowing my slowing the roll and like I showed you and Chase and my brother my brother kind of because I had been talking about it. Um, uh, but yeah, I haven't like, uh, I, I mean, I haven't been doing very, uh, yeah, I haven't been like, like broadcasting too much. I didn't give a lot of people advanced copies. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I don't know like what a typical person, what, what, what to expect from a typical person or an atypical person's response to the book. So yeah, go ahead. Well, I would, I'll just I don't care. okay, good. Yeah, I'll just go into whatever I'm thinking then. Um, what 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 yeah. prompted the theme about death? Is that something that happened to you recently, or was that just something you wanted to explore, or was that just random and happened to be the case, or what? I guess uh, that's more yeah, just like the the mood of these specific stories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like like when when I'm talking about like you know uh, the vibe. The kind of like reveries, uh, um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, it wasn't like a, a, anything I like set out to write about. It uh, just happened. <laughs> okay. Just, 
you haven't been musing yeah, over death more though like more typical than normal or just I mean, probably, definitely. I mean, I, if I was like to contextualize, give like a historicist reading of right. of my own. Would it be book, COVID? As, uh, I mean, yeah, I've been thinking. I think we've uh, we've all been thinking I, about death more. About, that's true. You know, oh my God, that's so true. <laughs> For the last me. year and a half, I've been thinking about death. I I've gotten air could kill me. I've gotten into. Uh, I've, so yeah, I've been thinking about death. <laughs> I've literally gotten into uh mortality rates like i'm i'm obsessed with understanding mortality rates now uh different years and mortality rates and what they were and the leading causes of death i never would have you know ever gone into that uh beyond just the cursory i know cancer kills a lot of people but now i'm like i know the percentages and how they measure it and i know different states and their mortality rates i know how many people die on average per day Yeah, yeah so yeah, exactly. The the historicist. So, yeah, uh, you're right. I have a, I, I had a bed like, you know, I hadn't set out, wrote in my journal one morning, I'm going to figure out death. <laughs> yeah. And, but, but yeah, you're 100% right. Without even directing myself towards it for the last 20 months, I've been thinking about death. So, yeah. And you know, uh, it's not... probably <laughs> incited things. It's a very or, stoic... Or or... I feel like it's a very stoic approach to the subject. Um, in all the stories, I I don't feel morbid or even like in Woman in White or in the explosion itself. It's it's like, well, in one short sleep past, and none of it is is uh, none of it is treated like um, death is a crime or that death oh. shouldn't happen. Yeah. It's sort of like, like mm. it's I don't know. It's like this is something that's happening, and. All the yeah, bo- stoicism, I, I think it would be not necessarily what you, like, go it because I, I, I think stoicism as, um, as a body has been kind of ruined by its fans. Um, but, I, I mean, as a ninth grader, I, I read Aurelius. I, uh, and I, I think there is, like, a huge I, – I, I think we talked – when we, we were talking about Hamlet, about the kind of, um, like – deep deep connections between like a, a stoicism and like existentialism um mm-hmm. or like stoicism and romanticism um which that like triad that dark triad defines hamlet i would or not defines hamlet but but yeah that dark triad empowers hamlet or uh uh not explains but yeah it goes some way towards explaining where hamlet's coming from it's almost um, like... And yeah, I mean, there are, like, explicit, like, stoic... I, I, I guess not explicit, but, like, um, in On Fire and Sakasana, uh, the people, the ancients who thought... He says, or, or something like the best of the ancients thought that fire was the primal element. Like, that's the, that was that was a, a, a part of stoic, like, uh, dogmatic philosophy... Or maybe not dogmatic philosophy, but that was a part of stoic philosophy when philosophers were still trying to figure out what the, like primordial element of the of the world was that was their answer um so yeah there's an almost explicit stoicism to the book yeah i mean i use the term existentialism that is related to its humanism its romanticism i definitely use the term loosely and not academically or or anything but i think if i said that people would know what i I mean it's not wrong it's not wrong to say it academically even um 
I was going to say, though, what came to my head about... It's kind of the opposite of propaganda, almost, where, to me, propaganda starts out, and it has a premise. Like, if you were a Christian writer, because you, you write about religion in the flood, yeah. um, which is a very striking yeah, it comes up. <laughs> yeah, theme in that story. And the people in the flood, the different types of people, the atheist and the Christian and the, uh, you know, the, the, the good people or the banker and the people who aren't religious, but it's in the background, <laughs> it's in the background of their lives... Uh, it's approached in a way that's very natural and very um, not analytical, but like experiential. If that, like you said, I guess existentialism. Mm. Whereas propaganda starts out with the premise that, well, this book has to be about how uh, God yeah, punishes people who are bad with the flood or something. Um, that's yeah. That's it's like the opposite <laughs> yeah. of propaganda. That's what I'm trying to say. The 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 feel of the book. And the approach to the subject of death, mm. it's um, it's not. It doesn't start off with the premise that this is how it is. Like, I didn't even start out with endings. At least, I mean, like for the flood, I knew the flood was coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, with, with all those characters, I had no idea from one. Um, I mean, we could go like character by character where I started with each character, but I did not know like where, how that was going to end. Each of them. How did you so, do your research for that uh, story? Because okay, let's let's say first of all, I'm gonna get to the page real quick because I want to talk about the flood. Um, you yeah, have let's, let's jump into it because that actually is. I mean, it's obviously not the first in the book, uh, but it is the first I wrote. It was the one I found found myself writing. Um, it's it's like, a damn good it's a damn good story, dude. Too. I mean, it really it you, I bought I really Thank thought you. it was a translation when you said that uh, in the beginning of the book. <laughs> You'd like to thank the Casalino Foundation for inviting me. You'd like to thank the Casalino Foundation for inviting me to do this translation. Ex go ahead. I want you to explain that though. Oh, I, I'm not going to give it all away. Yeah. What just what uh, just explain the premise that it's okay. Whose aims? Oh, okay. Uh, Desolars or whatever. Aim Delorier is a Aim Delorier or Aim Delorier is a Great character name. in. An anecdote in the next Phineas Sullivan book. Okay. Um, so he's a character that I you invented. Say, I can't go into the anecdote. Don't go into <laughs> I, the anecdote. That is kind of like Michel Girard, uh, the composer from Phineas One. Um, yes, yeah, so I invented him for an anecdote. I invented him and this thing he wrote called The Flood for an anecdote. <laughs> and then you wrote The Flood. Something that Phineas is doing. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I was uh, just like walking to the grocery store, walking back to the grocery store, which is all I've done for the last few years, or 20 <laughs> months or whatever we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I would be like, what? what is the flood? What? What is that thing he would have been writing? <laughs> um, and that thing he had written. And so, yeah, like the, the, that, 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 that's what happened. That's, that, I ended up writing that. Um, and yeah, everything kind of like ties back into Ames Delorier. The year that it happened is the year of his birth. Um, he ends up dying in 1913, but we don't know, know, know that yet. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, or he doesn't know that yet when he's writing, writing the flood. Um, so yeah, that, that actually, uh, it was explicitly in my head, this kind of weird postmodern-y prank of, yeah, writing a story that's written writing it as if it were a translation of someone else which not just like some not just the postmodern prank but like it did kind of give me like a little bit it did feel liberating um 
to be writing as Ames Delorier. Um, I would highly recommend. Yeah, that that that, 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 that was just like a fun experience. Um, kind of reminds me. Uh, looking back now, I didn't set out to mimic Pessoa. The uh, is he Portuguese or Brazilian? But there's this this, this either Portuguese were in Portuguese. Um, this either Portuguese or Brazilian writer named Pessoa who invented like different characters that were writing all his books and stuff. Um, they're kind of like Burton in uh, Anatomy of Melancholy, where there's like a whole hundred pages written by Democritus the Junior or whatever. Uh, so Democritus the Younger, maybe? I forget. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, that was, yeah, that was very uh, liberating to be not writing as myself and um, not necessarily like thinking, would I write this? It's, you know, would, would Ames Delorier write this or that or the other? Um, and the research did not happen. <laughs> um, I guess you could say that, like, uh, I have been slowly researching, uh, like, France of 1880 to 1910 by reading Proust. Okay. Um, how did you know... To how did you know the mechanics of a flood? Of... Did you just invent how the snow fell and everything, or...? I mean, I know it's kind of obvious, uh, yeah. but... I don't, I don't know that that's true. I, I did, okay. at one point, after I had written it, and was editing it, I did, like, watch an avalanche, <laughs> but that was, like, uh, or spoilers alert, spoiler alert. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I did it beforehand. Um, yeah, uh, that, I, I don't know how much of that is scientifically <laughs> factual. I wasn't worried about that. Uh, because not Ames that you should be at all. I just have been worried about that. In 1911, he would not have been researching okay. how to do that uh, or, or how exactly that happened. Um, well, it's a very convincing yeah. account, um, though. Of, of I'm glad it's at least convincing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of the suspense. unrealistic. Well, it builds suspense because it starts out as raining, and then the uh, rivulets go through the streets, and it's they have draining. to step over the puddles, oh. and then you know the snow starts. It's a very good. Uh, way of writing i think building up to an event but um it felt very much like a translation from somebody who wrote in 1911 so i tell you what you did good yeah. um i definitely want i definitely had to ask i i googled casalino foundation yeah and that didn't exist <laughs> i don't i don't there, I, yeah there might be something similar uh, but nothing came up laurier is a, is a last name I don't know if Ames has ever been used as a first name. That's a great name, Ames to the mm. Um, the the first story that really now I uh, of course I read it in order, but the explosion itself because mm. I love pottery and I've gotten into it more recently because I I discovered a place in North Carolina that has a tradition, uh, going it's back a hundred years, uh, called Jugtown, and I've been going up there to buy pottery. Mm. Um, so cool. anyway, that really I don't know is it about a is it about traditional pottery that that story, or is it about glassware, um, like blowing I glass? I guess it's more about glass blowing. Okay, that's I what I figured. I had to look up some of the. That I did do two minutes of research for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I looked. I watched a YouTube video. About what gave you the idea? Glasses. What gave you the idea about the the beauty of the explosion in the kiln versus you know, the lasting beauty of That's making something that can sit on the shelf. Because that is, like, uh, something that I actually have, like, a genealogy for. Um, 
I was reading about the uh, Buddhist sand mandalas. Or not about. I read a reference to Buddhist sand mandalas. You know, like they would take like day, a whole day or maybe more sometimes um, to rake sand into these intricate, like incredibly intricate arabesque man- mandalas in the sand um, and then just brush them away at the end of the day or something. Um, yeah, I've seen yeah, that. that's where it came from. <laughs> okay. Uh, just, 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 just the... The uh, just reading about that and then thinking about that in a flash and then yeah the, the story kind of came as one in a flash um, after that um, yeah pretty much like the three steps the three like movements of the story and everything kind of just uh, came at once from the idea of something I wasn't like oh let me think of something like that that's not that um, yeah it's, it's explicitly inspired by Buddhist sand mandala monks. Very good. Yeah, that's a good question, because I actually have an answer to that. <laughs> Usually I would not have an answer to where that comes, but I literally remember sitting on my friend's couch and thinking about that. There is there is a commonality... Yeah, it. There is a commonality to... Exp- I, think, I think expressing how you feel, maybe, in terms of trying to become an artist or being being an artist in a few of the stories. Uh, that, that's one of them where it's probably, really explicit. Probably the case. Yeah, and then it's yeah. like, like Woman in White, the explosion itself, he took it off his shirt and pants and followed them. Those are almost your explosions, aren't they? Where you're trying to not be traditional in how you write mm. something, but... Uh, yeah, that's a good way of, way of putting it, yeah. Trying to make a... I, I don't know. It's like it, the 9,000 word, the flood, or something. It's like a... Right. Yeah, more stately, timed out piece of work. Um, anyway, that yeah. came into my head because I read yeah, Woman yeah, in White. Exactly. It wasn't what I expected because it was so uh, <laughs> it was so clipped and it, it was so I, well, especially because the title is Woman in White, and I did expect it to be maybe more of a sort of uh, an involved story because it was the title and because you had told mm-hmm. me it involved a painting, and I just thought. In my yeah. head, I was like, oh, there must be some painting there in a house more. that's the center of the story somehow, kind of like, you know, in a traditional Gothic book or mm. something. But uh, anyway, that wasn't it at all. You know, it was a very short, yeah. fragmented, <laughs> more like a, like about yeah. the feeling of what it felt like to lose somebody, right, um, in a relationship. Yeah, definitely uh, more... Uh... I mean, yeah, so the reason Woman in White is the title, <clears throat> um, and is, yeah, the first first story, uh, I mean, it was the second one I wrote, uh, After the Flood, but yeah, the, the, the reason that I focused on that, and uh, yeah, for the title and everything, um, is because I think it's like the most of these stories, um, it's the most obviously like surreal or dreamlike, um, it was the one that I, like when I had, when I, I have like, a page in, in a notebook with a list of the things I was, <clears throat> the stories I was working on. Um, I would write, you know, this is a woman in white story. This is a woman in white story. Uh, this is not a woman in white story. Uh, for the other stories that I, uh, yeah, the, that aren't in the collection. Um, yeah, this is kind of like if there's if there's poles, if there's a spectrum. I think woman in white is the most, <laughs> uh, at least the way 
was thinking about these stories the most, you know, yeah, like I was saying, sort of repeat myself, dreamlike or surreal or. It was um, your standard for. Yeah, like said, it, it's just it was your standard of, for whether or not the other stories fit. Is that true to say that it was uh, your standard? It was just like feel. Again, but I mean. It, it, it was yeah. It was a. Yeah, it, 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 it was, yeah, like the Lotus Stone. It was how I read the other ones about whether or not they would be in this book or another one. Gotcha. <laughs> like explicitly. Um, and so, yeah, it's uh, five pages long or something as opposed to The Flood, which is like 50 pages long. Um, but, yeah, that's why it's like the title and everything. You know, that, that's why it goes for it. I think it's... Uh, is a jolting little thing <laughs> to put at the beginning. A little amuse-bouche. Uh, let's talk about Orpheus. Is, was that a careful... Yeah. Was that a careful retelling of the myth? Or tell me about Orpheus. It's not. Um, okay. I uh, deliberately did not read Ovid. Um, I don't know if Ovid's the first mention of Orpheus in all of literature, um, but he's the earliest one I know of. I mean, I read it, you know, in college when I was taking, uh, you know, poetry classes. Um, I didn't reread it for research or anything. Uh, the closest that comes to me having researched anything, or me, like, having read up on anything, I read Rilke's poems, uh, sonnets about Orpheus, or sonnets on Orpheus, uh, a couple years ago, Sonetta <laughs> um, on Orpheus. Um, and yeah, there are explicitly parts of the story that I think are, well, uh, disagree with the canonical version. Specifically, what I'm uh, uh, anyone who's read the story, um, famously Eurydice, or normally Eurydice, like, uh, she is freed from. From the from Hades, from the underground, uh, with the stipulation that she's not allowed to look back. Right. Like the Sodom and Gomorrah lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she turns back and thus is damned to hell. That gets changed. Right. <laughs> or that, yeah, that is explicitly a point that I. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was the the biggest thir- thorn in like thinking about because I I just started writing the story not with like you know. But what what uh, what prompted you to write it mind. though? Did, is it just something that has stayed in your sort of conscious as as affecting you deeply, or why would why would you enjoy rewriting uh, a myth? I was yeah. This is another one where I have this origin story, although it's not uh, that um, yeah, it's not that clear. I was in a train in the metro in LA. <laughs> I remember when I had the first inklings of, of, of writing the story. Um, and there was like an announcement that, uh, yeah, I forget. Yeah, there was just like an announcement that nobody could hear. And uh, I was reading, uh, or I, 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 my friend was reading um, Life in Hell, the Matt Groening uh, cartoons, the, the, the bunnies that he did before, the bunny cartoon that he did before The Simpsons. Um, and yeah, that that's just the idea of yeah, like like uh, just being stuck underground and being stuck in a train and being told directions by some authority that I can't hear. 
for some reason, <laughs> riding public transportation in Los Angeles made me think of being that, stuck that's in hell. <laughs> yeah, well, that that is very descriptive of the uh, the figure that's giving instructions. It's sort of vague and understood, but confusing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we never like we only once like kind of his voice or its voice or whatever. Um, yeah, this is I don't know that this is exactly what I would have imagined when I thought of that originally. Um, and it came about on its own. Um, so yeah, uh, it wasn't like, I want to rewrite some classic myth. Um, it just kind of happened. Cool. So, uh, I don't know if we should do this, but I was just going to go down the line, I guess, because, uh, I read them all, obviously. And I have, I have at least one question about, I don't, I don't dream as myself much. Oh, yeah. Which is a very, I think it's one page. Um, the interstitialists of the interstitials. Yeah. So is that a feeling you have about writing? I mean, you mentioned the flood and writing as Ames. Is that where that came from? Yeah. Or? Yeah, I think that is definitely uh, the origin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. Uh, or, or if not like uh, explicitly the origin, definitely uh, inspire that feeling. Uh, okay. At least for me, yeah. It's hard. It's hard to to put that feeling into words. Uh, that feeling of like uh, inhabiting other people or not inhabiting yourself, or however you want to put that. Um, yeah, that's definitely uh, where that, that 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 happens to me. Um, skipping the flood real quick since we talked about that. He took off his shirt and pants, then folded them, is a story yeah, about that's... a guy who is swimming to commit suicide. Now, this is not a criticism, but I did have a passing thought when I finished the story that, uh, this is, I don't, I don't know how to say this. I don't want to come off as critical. Well, I you say whatever. <laughs> okay, I, it's not, I... It feels cliche, the fact that someone tried to kill themselves and failed. What do you think about that criticism, if, uh, if it were to be a criticism, which well, I don't have? <laughs> it, it's explicitly inspired by the life of Evelyn Law. Um, so he tried to kill, kill himself and got, he did basically this. He okay. swam out and got stung by a jellyfish. So yeah, Basically, I mean, it, it, it is a thing that had happened to at least one person. Absolutely, um, yeah. Well... Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not going to pretend that it was, like, a super original idea, because uh, I'm explicitly stealing it from something, somebody else. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, that is not going to, yeah, that doesn't hurt my feelings. But, yeah, I mean, it's, sure. <laughs> well, it's it's just, it, I don't I don't know... I can't think of an example except it did it happened to um another writer, what's his name? Um another British writer, I forget his name he right now. Getting stung by... Well he tried to kill well, I don't think he was stung by a jellyfish, but he tried to kill himself by swimming into the ocean. Uh, uh and you know, yeah, I guess it's in like a... I guess it's a theme and I don't know, I can't think of another example, but it does feel very common where people fail to kill themselves and then it's like, oh I can't even I can't even kill myself. Um but that yeah. that 
but but it's not a bad story. I liked I liked how you I mean, expressed it. The, it was the, the drowning man. You talked about the drowning man in Ulysses, and the drowning man comes up again and again in the wasteland. But the drowning man who can't even drown himself uh, is yeah, uh, equally difficult. It's almost a funny. It's almost a. Com- it's almost a relief that yeah. the guy doesn't die, and then we go right after that into a very intense death story. Oh, so very different, yeah. It does, I agree, so he's like... very able to kill himself. Going back to the album metaphor, it is very, uh, like, up and down. Um, a good, I think it's a good piece in the album there, right before On Fire yeah, and Sukhasana. very deliberate. So what is Sukhasana? Is that a physical place, or is that a religious term? Sukhasana is a pose, um, a pose from a lot of different practices, but in any kind of like yoga practice, it's, it's just cross-legged. Okay. Sukhasana. That's how I imagine the guy. That's how I imagine him sitting. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of like an irony in the, in the title, on fire in Sukhasana, um, on fire in the easy pose, you know. Um in just like a regular cross-legged pose that you would start a yoga practice and like work on your breath and stuff and just like opening your hips up and whatever. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I did not research that. Uh, but yeah, any, 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 uh, yo, yo, yogi would be uh, well, well, well acquainted with Sukhasana. All right, so let's discuss one short sleep pass, which is the final story, and I know uh, that meant a lot to you. And so, what? <laughs> why was it so uh, important to you? This to make it perfect. This story. Um. Well, I mean, everyone, you know, wanted to make them perfect for whatever they were. Uh, this one was a little bit of an obsession, I guess, just because of, I mean, it was the last one I wrote, and it, um, uh, it has the most, I think, in it. Um, and, yeah, it was, like, the, uh, I don't know if it was the hardest to write, because some of, some of it was very easy to write, um, but it was the most unusual to write, and it was the one that, like, kind of, got to me the most um would you agree that it's like the a, one like that a few days or weeks it felt the most like you in my opinion well it's hard yeah I, I i think it would be hard to write such like uh i mean much of the story is stream of conscious um right and yeah, I think I think in some way inevitably, uh, yeah, a lot of the thinking would just is just from the depths of of how, the grooves of of my mind, um, regardless of the fact that it's like, yeah, a pretty different character uh, in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I it, yeah, it's just kind of natural, I guess, kind okay. of inevitable. So, but it was natural, but hardest to write. In terms of getting it um, perfect, you seem to be saying. I mean, that's just how I yeah. There's a lot of trial and error. There's a lot of mm-hmm. uh, stuff that I couldn't like phone in necessarily. 
Uh, not that I phone in a lot of stuff when I'm writing, but like uh, some stuff I have to be more uh, cautious of, more like alert about. Um, How did you yeah, get the? A lot of trial and error. There were. Sorry, and I, I think I think I know the answer to this based on your previous answers about research. But how did you get the details of what it's like to feel how when you're dying? Is that from anyone telling you personal uh, information, or did you guess, or did you read well, something? I don't want to break your heart, but I didn't do any research. Um, <laughs> I didn't think you did, but I mean, did someone literally who maybe someone you know who died? Did they express any of those feelings uh, internal like? You know the heaviness, the um, the feelings about how to breathe and what it was like to um, to to struggle to breathe every yeah. every minute. Uh, no, just I mean it was yeah, well written. That, that was part of why what I'm talking about, or that, that was part of like the discovery of the character, and part of what I'm talking about why it was like it messed or not messed me up, but uh, contaminated me the most. Mm-hmm. Um, things like things like his like his breathlessness or however you want to put that uh that chronic condition of being slightly under breath um yeah that was that was not biographical at all that was as far as i know uh not inspired by anybody i know um it was just like a discovery of the of the 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 character uh the unnamed main character whose name i know but I don't know if I'll ever give that away. <laughs> oh wow! Um, well, you called it a woman. Yeah, just the, earlier in the conversation today, which I didn't realize. No, the uh, the, the woman that he. Uh, oh, he's quoting. Is the woman in his life? His, his, oh his, yeah, his I, wife. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought so. I, yeah. You you that's you threw me when you said that. I, okay, good. I I thought I must be a complete idiot. I thought, yeah. I thought it was a man, but um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what was I gonna say? Damn it! Um, oh, it was almost a a story of triumph, and because, again, going back to well, I, I want to tie in the stoic thing that I mentioned earlier about how the feel of yeah. the experience, because he escapes basically from being uh, the destined yeah. to die in the hospital, which to me is a horrible way to die. And I know most people probably do die that way. Uh, yeah, I hate the thought of it. I really, I didn't like that. Anyone I love, I don't want them that, to die in a that, hospital. That was inspired by the... Yeah, that was inspired by watching somebody I love die in a hospital mm-hmm. and not liking it. It's terrible. I don't know, something about the idea of yeah. being able to die somewhere else besides a hospital, it just it seems better. And so the person in the book, the character, he gets that. He achieves that by uh, by escaping. And then... He's out. he's sort of describing or feeling or discovering what death is like, sort of like you discover anything else in life, you know, like when you lose your virginity yeah. or or you're exploring yeah. a new area, which yeah, two of the things up. are touched upon in that story. Uh, and then death is kind of an, ad- an addition to that, and it's the last thing that you can enjoy discovering. So, you know, it was it wasn't like I said, it wasn't yeah. a death is a crime conclusion, which a lot of. Uh, you know, I feel like a lot of books are writing about death is either about how it's a crime or it's a triumph yeah, over death if you're religious. Or mockish. Mm-hmm. Be way too maudlin or mockish for our guy, for our man. Was he a cartoonist? Is that what I understood? 
Or was he just an amateur cartoonist? Uh, no, but he did have a couple of cartoon ideas. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Obviously, uh, yeah. But yeah, the novel, uh, the the million plus word novel that he writes, <laughs> uh, kind of a, you know, uh, was a vacuum for every kind of idea he had, uh, except apparently, as he says, those two cartoon or the one comic idea that he he is comfortable talking about. Um, yeah, those don't make it into the book. Um, yeah, he's a would-be cartoonist, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, very good. So that would be a lot of things. Let's see. How many stories is that? Is that ten? One, two, three, four, five, yeah, six, eight. seven, eight. Yeah, eight. And I'm I'm happy to know you have more stories because I really like small books of stories. I just think that's the most delightful kind of thing to uh, pick up in a bookstore and just start reading. Um, because you can always go back to it. I always think of it as sort of, if I have insomnia or something, I have a, I, I keep a collection of my short stories or essays or something on a shelf nearest to where I can just grab it if I can't sleep or something. So I, I just feel like I've always associated short story books with comfort and, um, I just think they're nice, so. uh, versus involving yourself in a novel or something. Uh, it's not. This just doesn't have the same, or a history book or something. It doesn't have the same comfort to me as short stories, um, like the flood. I could reread the flood, yeah. and I really, you know, the flood. By the way, I thought of it as good as something I would read in an, an anthology or something in middle school. You know, where you have to, uh, mm. you have to, you have to read the stories for school, and that's what it felt like. Uh, <laughs> And of course, you set me up maybe to think that way because you said it was a translation of a, a, a like an old story, which I was like, oh, yeah, this, is, this is weird. A, that's an accidental, yeah, that is an accidental prompting, I guess. Right. That to, wasn't explicitly my goal with that, but I don't mind if that happens or I don't mind if it has that effect. But um. Anyway, I hope you uh, I hope you get feedback that's useful in some way to you from people who read it beyond well if i do i won't use it <laughs> the best thing to do with good advice is to pass it on to other people oh is that a is that a quote from one of your heroes that's Oscar Wilde. that's what i figured that's Oscar Wilde, yeah. <laughs> give it away uh I, oh let's Dana. talk about the cover because i was involved in the cover uh, in terms of mm, your yeah. thinking about it. So explain okay. the cover. It's a picture of a sunset, right? Or is, or is it a, yeah. a sunrise? Uh, or do you know? I'm not sure if it's a sunset or a sunrise. Um, it's a bleary, is, uh, smeared picture from Hawaii, right? <laughs> yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, that doesn't really have anything to do with women or white, <laughs> first story. Uh, but it's very much the vibe of the book, I thought, and, I mean, um, yeah, definitely the, the, like, kind of, maybe not exactly the setting of the last story, that exactly, um, but, yeah, it wouldn't be too far away from... Right, because he like goes that. to the beach to die, right? Yeah. Or his uh, destination yeah, is the beach. The... Yeah. I, I probably shouldn't um, have given that away, but, yeah, got it. That's true. And also, yeah. it does give a 
it gives a, a a sort of an ironic almost feel to the like the concept of death. If you're thinking about death when you look at the picture, it's like it's almost mocking you for pretending like you can understand it. Maybe the way it uh, I don't know. But I for some reason it works. I can't really explain why it works. I I didn't think about it connecting to the last story, but uh, you know it also connects to the story yeah, where he's swimming. Right. Um, but yeah, even where it's not like literally the uh, yeah, setting uh, or shared set shared with the setting of of of, of a story. Um, yeah, I still think that just like the uh, yeah, just the vibe, just the mood. Um, kind of like the cover of an album or something. This may yeah. or may not have to do with any of the literal songs. Well, but, the the fact is, it's cool uh, that you were you going through pictures and you just happened to feel that about this particular picture, or did you remember? That it? is a picture that is near. I've I, I I've like thought about how how weird and decomposing that picture is. Uh, that's near where I like uh habitually read uh sometimes where i write so it was, it was like oh it's in a frame it's like in a frame okay some of it interesting yeah gotcha uh, i was thinking of an album because you said it was a honeymoon but yeah i had to take it out and <laughs> well for the historicist uh, of writing later on that's going to be <laughs> an interesting fact if they can remember it or find it that you were sitting near it when you were writing yeah that actually is that informs the picture. It, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I had seen it when I was I had seen it, but not seen it because I mean it's that could be a detail in my autobiography. My uh, sorry, my biography. I write about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you, yeah. Uh, when you die in some tragic death soon, story. and people discover your work, <laughs> and I yeah. profit from it. All right. My million page novel I leave in somebody's closet. Million words. Maybe million page. Why not? <laughs> Only have to be three hundred million words long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to add or bring up? No. Okay. Uh, on bookstore bookshelves now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I'm excited for your cool. sequel well, and your you your future stories. Okay. Cool. Thanks. <laughs>